What amazing game have you always wanted a sequel to? That's the question we are posing today on Bits of Time. These are our top 10 games that should get a sequel. Welcome to Bits of Time. I'm one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Larry. Sequel time. But before sequel time, Mike, we are getting darn close to the start of season three. You getting excited? Oh, yes, I am. One year. It's, it's, it's kind of flew by. Well, yeah, almost one year, which we'll be doing something about that very soon here. And you guys can listen to that one once it releases. But I'll say this. Season three is a banger. Oh, it's my yeah. favorite list so far, which I think I say every season. <laughs> <laughs> But it's uh, the variety is there. Yes, very much so. Which, very. which we work pretty hard on trying to do that. You okay. know, it's okay. Yeah, definitely. But okay, so list. If these games were on season four or five or seven, that'd be great. That's a good point. We should actually keep track of that. See how many of these games actually end up coming to fruition. Oh, none of these are gonna. <laughs> maybe but, no. I, I could see maybe one in a dream world number two. I could have. Two I on think my list. two of mine have a shot, but. Again, you're going to hate my list because some of these are not, no story, nothing. There's no story reason for why there needs to be a sequel. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to start off with just one that it started off so strong and then a particular company just let it fall apart. I want Hearthstone 2. Hearthstone 2? I want Hearthstone 2. I want, it is to this day, the best and greatest card collection game Outside of maybe Magic the Gathering, but even on Magic the Gathering Online, it's never that great. Hearthstone was such a brilliant idea for a game. Do it again. Bring it to consoles. Give me a whole bunch of achievements for it. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm and surprised just, it's not there. I mean, you know what? I'm a roguelike fan. I bet you you could kind of find a way to like add that sort of mechanic into it too if you like want. Like a separate tier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, I would love for my addiction of Hearthstone to come back again. In a non-monetized setting, so that it's like all available, you just have to earn the cards. So, would you then like start off nineteen ninety nine or something like that, or no? Oh, you're talking price point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nineteen ninety nine. I thought you were talking euros. Like, what oh. the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I can you maybe... say no monetized. Do you mean? You oh, don't... yeah, yeah, no, you you purchase the game and all the cards are there. You just have to unlock them in some creative way. So it does take some work. But... And then, uh, so I know Marvel Snap was a big mobile game. That, that's free, right? And then you can yeah, do you... microtransactions? Yes, to unlock things potentially quicker or unlock new skins and things like that. And I suppose you could do stuff like that, like have like the cool card backs and stuff like that. So when your opponent sees you, they're like, oh, man, look how fancy this guy is. Yeah, okay. But... Yeah, I I just think the fact that Hearthstone never... It was on iPads. You could play it on your phone even though it was smushed. The fact that it never came to like a Switch or you know Xbox, PlayStation, I just think it's a crime. <laughs> that would have worked perfectly. There was no reason why it shouldn't have. And I just think adapt what you did in the first one to a non-monetization strategy for number two so that... You're not making your money based off people buying packs to get cards. Because I think that's uh, cruel. Cruel. <laughs> is the reason you want a sequel is because you start from zero? Everybody's on the same playing field again? There, there, there's something refreshing about that, too. Because right now, it is very daunting, the idea of even 
attempting to go in alone now when you have years worth of expansions and cards to collect seems very, very frightening. Where if you have like, let's say you do Hearthstone 2 and you buy it and it comes with like 550 cards or something like that. I don't know. And then DLCs, there's like two or three over the course of like four years. You have a clear path of what you need to buy. Where with it right now, you have to buy a casino styled pack with the hopes you can get some of the good cards from a pack. And a lot and a lot of like games that. seem to be going away from that model now. So Yeah, and, and on top of that too, like the idea of like a Hearthstone, it, it's the chess mechanic, right? Everyone has the same pieces. Everyone has the same cards. It's just who can work with those cards better and who can build something a little more unique. I love that. I would love to see that spread further and brought up into like you know, a new age of gamers now who can play on console and all this different stuff. You can play on the cloud. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it worked really well on iPad, but I did exactly what happened. What you were describing is I played it, I dropped off and I tried getting back into it and it was basically impossible. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, literally after the second expansion, uh, or the second card pack release is when I really started realizing, okay, I loved the idea of like, okay, here we go. We got to grind can't pay money, but you got to grind to get a whole bunch of dust, break down your old cards, and then slowly get lucky and work at getting some of the better cards in the game. But I quickly started realizing how easy it was to get to get outpaced. If there was a couple of overpowered cards, you needed to go for those. And so you started going for cards that you needed and not the ones you wanted. And I didn't like that. And then it just kept going because they were releasing sometimes. It felt like two or three. I think in a normal, their normal release was two a year. And it took you, it took me like nine months to get all the cards for just one of the sets. And you played it a lot. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's strategies to do it quicker and whatever. Oh, I'm sure there yeah. is, but there's min maxing for everything. I've never been a fan of that stuff. It just takes away the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> the optimal deck for every situation. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then Magic Together and lost that for me. I barely even scratched that surface, and I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> all right, your turn, number five. Brute force. Oh. needs to come back. <laughs> and I think this really falls on if Redfall does well, I feel like Arcane could make a brute force style game. You got the crazy powers, just the weirdness of that and local multiplayer, that'd be great. You can do it online too, that'd be awesome. That that's interesting. Who has the right is it, is that a I know it was an Xbox only game, Xbox original Xbox only game. I don't know who made it off the top of my head. Okay, so the it sounds like the original developers were a company called Digital Anvil, but then they were integrated into Microsoft Studios. So Microsoft still owns the rights to it. That means they probably own the IP as well, because I mean it only came onto that. I don't think it came to PC as well. And what I kind of so, like your arcane take there. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I remember it had like the infrared mode that you could look at. There's a lot of cool <laughs> powers with that, and yeah, I see online shooters are still very popular. You could throw in whatever mode is popular now. Yeah, I remember that that was a weird game because I felt like we just went through like in my head it feels like about two weeks of a phase where that game was kind of popular between all of us and then it just kind of fell off. I mean it could be even less than that. It's probably less <laughs> it's probably like a weekend yeah. game. But yeah, so like the idea of that style game, like the potential is there. It's popular, yeah. I, I think of I always think of Turok because of the, the way that it looks, but 
It probably looks nicer than Turok. Oh, looks, I'm, sure, oh yeah. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I, but I'm saying like that's a yeah. I would I would love to see that. That was a fun game. It just yeah, it didn't have legs. Yeah, brute force baby. Okay, so I I got w one here that I think I need more. Technically, the story came to an end, but there wasn't enough for me. I would like them to expand upon this universe, and maybe after their next game, video game release, it could happen. And that is inside. You want them to go back to inside? I want them to expand upon the mind control mechanics of what is going on. What is it they're testing? Because there's a part of me that feels like the with the way that it ends. So, you know, and spoilers, I guess, for inside, but so you've been warned. <laughs> Towards the end, you walk past a kind of an, what's the tech, technical term for it? It's basically just like the landscape of where your character ends up they have it in model, a small version of it. Like a and diorama. Diorama, thank you. And you walk by that and it's kind of like, okay, so they knew where you were gonna end. So it was all a test, right? It would be kind of fun to like, to get past that, to have a larger diorama of everything you experienced and see the global larger picture of what's going on. What does the rest of the world look like? What is it? Seems to be in dire straits. What happened? And that they could even have that be the soundtrack. And <laughs> but I just, I loved the creepiness. I feel like this was the perfect example where Limbo needed to go. It's They learned all the mistakes and all the problems, issues we had from Limbo in season one. <laughs> Two. Two. Well, me. I mean, to them, they didn't have any problems because that game scored magnificently. Exactly. So, but like, Inside just perfected it for me. I thought Inside was beautiful. I don't even necessarily need them to add much more. I just want more of that atmosphere in a game. And their next game, Cocoon, I have. They're not making Cocoon. I don't. I always make that mistake, yeah, yeah. don't I? So I actually don't know what they're working. Yeah, exactly. They could be working so, on Inside too. Let's work on Inside too. Inside once more. Yeah. There you go. I, I just I loved everything about the atmosphere. The idea of like the bug and the worms and like the the pigs and what's it feels like you're in a post-apocalyptic world. What does human life look like in the rest of the world? I, I just, I just need yeah, to see it. There's a lot of humans in that game, so very strange. You know, in a weird way, this game feels like the land version of what happened in Far Lone Sales. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're <two> tragic <laughs> worlds. <laughs> they're linked. All right, so my number four is Gravity Rush Three. Okay, you recommended me this game, if I remember correctly. So no, I, I no love... You no, you didn't. What? Never mind. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I love these games. Gravity Rush 1 and 2, so good. And what they're really good at is traversing the land, and Cat is just a ditzy protagonist, and I love it. They fixed all my issues with number 1, which I, th I still think I like 1 better, but they fixed the combat in 2, and it's just anime. It's interesting. The world is just so intriguing to me. And all you're doing is you're flipping gravity and you're flying around this world. It is such a cool game. So are you wanting a sequel because you just want to play more of yep. that? Or is there something in the story you want to see? Uh, so the story is humdrumming a little bit. I mean, it's intriguing, but it's not the driving force. I mean, I like the interactions that Cat has. Plus, you, you have a cat that you float around with. That's what causes the gravity. And it's, I just want to, I want this series to get another shot. Because two sold very poorly okay. compared to one. I mean, one was the PlayStation Vita version, then they ported it, the remastered version to the PS4. 
this series needs another shot. I know it didn't sell well, but I feel like in this landscape it could do really well. And it's, oh, the traversal, you just have to watch a video on it or it just feels good all the time. So what would be the selling point to like make it, like if you want a th three, you need to like take, let's say you take advantage of like a more powerful council now. Like what do you think they could do to kind of really help sell and spend people to want to purchase it? I think they just changed the open world to make it bigger and have more things tied to traversing and collecting. I mean, there's always their speed run trials and all. It's just all my favorite things about like open world games when they're done right. The tasks, they're simple enough and I like that. Okay. But it's just, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. All right. So Gravity Rush 3. Or you can call it Gravity Rush. Just call it Gravity Rush and you can start over. <laughs> just give me the same mechanics. Keep the same protagonist. She's awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with the three theme, even for this being my number three. <laughs> no, Jesus. I, and this is minor spoilers to people. I want StarCraft 3. Be careful. I need to be careful. I'm yeah, I, the person sitting across from you. I know. I know. Uh, so, okay. I'll, I'll word it this way. Listen, we have completely different opinions on games. So you might like something that I don't. The way that StarCraft 2 ended, just just not a fan. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I will, mate, whenever you beat it someday, we can have a deeper talk about that if you'd like. I, I grew up with StarCraft. The idea of having a new StarCraft again someday, just on the multiplayer and just fun front, I would love. But I want the story. That universe, there's so much there. There is so much yeah, there. there Expand it. Blizzard is proving that yet again, with hopefully, from what we can tell, Diablo 4 looks like the story's amazing. It looks like they still got a lot of that stuff going for them. They're still very talented. I know they could pull this off. And it's time. I, I would love to see another, like, if the RTS genre is ever going to have, like, a, a second or third life, StarCraft has to be at the forefront of that. It's the granddaddy of the RTSs. You might have some other ones that are your favorite. Nothing was as popular as StarCraft. No. And so, yeah, I would just love to see that series come back. There's so many stories to tell. There's so many different planets they could go to. I want more of it. Now, without me knowing how Heart of Swarm ends or Legacy of the Void, would you want similar characters or do you want them to like do a, this is the universe that StarCraft takes place in. Let's go to a different galaxy or a different... I, th I think they could expand upon some of the newer characters and more fleshed out characters that they introduce in Swarm and Legacy of the Void 100%. Okay. And I mean, even Wings of Liberty, you could take a couple of the subplots in that storyline and transplant it into like a mainline game with a couple of the other ones. You still need, I don't want them to do any of these things of like introducing like a, I, that's kind of what they almost tried to do. Uh, again, I won't talk to you. Yeah, yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stop there. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it just give me more of that game just with new stories. Their stories are great. I always had fun with it. I love the interactions between the characters. I love the interactions between the characters in the campaign while you're playing. Yeah. It's all really well done. It was very bleak a lot of the times, but it was oh, so good. Well, then it's just, it's a vibe that I don't really get in gaming anymore. Like, no, uh, nothing does that. And so I would like something like that back again. I'm in favor of that, even though I don't know how it ends. <laughs> My number three is another Forgotten City. So, <laughs> Forgotten City 2. That's why I call it another Forgotten City. 
So new location, same concept. Same concept. Hmm? Same concept? Same craziness. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, if it's the exact same, you obviously uh, need to yeah, yeah. the storyline. Yes. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I would love that. I yeah. love The Forgotten City. I We did that season two. Why does it feel like it was season Like, I know it's season two, but man, the yeah. years are blending together. But yeah, definitely, if you have not checked that out, you should definitely play that game. You should check out that episode, but we need a, another Forgotten City on the and horizon. Again, They're making a, their second game. I don't know what it is, but... Well, and then in fairness, just in case you're only aware of the Forgotten City through the Skyrim mod, which is definitely possible with how successful that was, we're talking about the standalone game that Correct. is based off of that. Has nothing to do with Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do I want to do this? Okay. My number two. You know what? It's time. I've perhaps played more hours in this game than any game on planet Earth, but I think it's time to expand. Rocket League. We need Rocket League 2. <sighs> we need to pretty up the whole thing. We need to add, I would love, like, almost legit, like, 6 on 6, 8 on 8. I think a lot could be done here. I think it's time to increase all the craziness that's happening in this game. They've attempted. They've added things like hockey and basketball. Yeah, that's fun. They're, the basketball was at least a slightly better attempt. The hockey was like kind of a lazy attempt at implementing it. Uh, I like that one. It, true. But I would love to see some more real-world locations. I, I think it would be kind of fun to have some actual stadiums for people to like recognize, like, holy crap, I'm here. I think you could take it the esports level to more to actually have like digital based audiences live within like these like crazy high tech looking stadiums. It, it's just time to upgrade the engine, take it to the next level. It's going to be a popular game for whenever they release it. You're going to have 10 million, 15 million people who will play it ready to go. Here's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm out of the zeitgeist. So I don't know. Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch. Did that light the world on fire? Yeah, no, definitely true. Hey, hey, touche. Fair enough. You have to do. You have to give a reason. Because like, here, here's the thing: the difference between Overwatch and Overwatch Two graphically, like, you'd have to really. I, I don't notice the difference. They look like the same game. They just reskin stuff. So you would need to do some vast, massive jumps in graphical fidelity and quality and like features. But I think like the game came out in twenty. 6, 15, 14, 14 16, or somewhere 15 in there. Is, like, I was in the town hall. Yeah, you're, you're talking about a 15, game. 15, I want to say. Or sure. 14. You're, you're talking about a game that came out on last-gen hardware when it was semi-new still. You could do so much with this game. I mean, look at like games like Forza and stuff like that. You could make a Rocket League look like that if you wanted to. Now, again, you need it to run well. It's not like it's a complicated game. <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty complicated to me. But. I, I just, I think there would be so much fun. Like, I think of things that like like Mario Kart does, like adding a battle mode into the game, adding in like the Rainbow Worlds type stuff. Like, do get creative with stuff like that. In interesting, do you uh, think that would it would lose some of us its identity if they went too crazy like that? I don't. I'm not really sure because right now some of the things that are most popular online are the crazy like random stuff that people have created in that game world while still the core stuff is clearly the 1v1 2v2 3v3 modes and the ranked matches like all that stuff is still popular like i know when i jump on my xbox it's been a while since i played it now but when i last jumped on there was still i suppose i think it was like 145,000 uh people online like that's a lot yeah and that's just on xbox that's not i mean this so it's it's doing good 
it's still a healthy game. It's obviously, it's way past its peak, but that's just the way everything goes, which is why I think it's time for two. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. I don't know if that'd be mine, but at the same time, with it now being free to play, this is your list, not mine. Yes, it's a combined list. I think yeah, if they spun it right, it could be good. But yeah, like you said, they need a big reason to change and maybe the engine itself would be one of those. I'm not sure. I think that, yeah, again, the big thing would be adding, like, I think, like, full-style soccer match. Like, I don't know, what is there, like, 11 players in soccer? Football. I'm showing my naiveness here. I like soccer, but I've forgotten how many players are on the pitch. Is that only six? Or am I going crazy? Yep. Yeah, it's 11. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just and that would require a lot because that's in theory twenty-two, you know, cars. That's a lot. Of <laughs> that would be insane. Chaos. But just think of the madness there. Yeah, I would Chaos. like that. My number two is Diddy Kong Racing Two. Oh, I debated this one. This one actually popped into my head. Yeah. Why? Why don't we have the only thing close to this is Sonic Racing Transformed, and. Di- and Diddy Kong Racing did the boss battles, did the world, driving around. Like, why? Why have we not capitalized on this? We had the DS port, but that's a port. Do we know what the sales numbers were on that game? Because, you know, the one thing that I hear online all the time, like when people say, here, you know the Twitter thing, someone will give you like four pictures of games. Like, you know, you need to remove one and they're like, you know, keep, you know, keep three, remove one or something like that. A lot of the times people will say, if Mario Kart's on there and Diddy Kong isn't, people will be like, well, here, we'll remove Mario Kart because we have Diddy Kong. That's a very popular game, kind of low-key. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I just Googled the sales, so I'm not totally fact-checking, but Google's pretty reasonable overall. Approximately four and a half million. When that came out, that's that's a lot. Yeah. I, I absolutely think, you know, but that actually kind of goes into the line of, I know we've gotten some minor like tropical freeze and stuff like that, but like that universe as a whole doesn't seem like, you know, it, what it, it helped birth Mario <laughs> back in the day. And then Mario took over and it kind of got forgotten. Yeah. We haven't had an entry in the Donkey Kong series, like the country series in a long time. You know what I wonder then if that's maybe one of their next steps is what you do is you first see if there's the mainline Donkey Kong has legs i mean not like physically donkey Kong having legs. yeah like, i know so you're people buy it and then from there be like okay hey now now the only thing i don't know about that that was a rare game does rare have those rights or do the rights stay with nintendo ooh, i, ooh, I assume it stayed with nintendo but i mean diddy kong you could just literally call it something else or donkey kong racer whatever but why planes hovercrafts carts like that banging soundtrack? Is, that soundtrack is so good. Is there an argument to be made that, like, because Mario Kart kept expanding into so many different areas and its roster increased and, like, the types of, you know, they did, the, like, the fl- gliding mechanic, like, it kind of took some of the luster? I, I think it did, but I feel like Diddy Kong Racing is so different. Agreed. Uh, oh, different man. enough, at least. And dude, collecting those silver coins and 64 coins, it's, like, magical <laughs> to me. I just want that so much. Oh, I love that game. I really like it because I just think the boss battle mechanic is such a unique twist. Yeah, the only other game game. that I can think that did that was Crash Team Racing, which that did pretty well too, but I think Diddy Kong Racing is superior in that aspect. And plus, just exploring the overworld. It it wasn't that big, obviously, N64 games weren't, but like you run over a frog and you get a key or you get a 
a, a secret character because of that. Like, that stuff is so cool to me. It feels like in a weird way, and maybe again, I would argue, do the mainline Donkey Kong first if you can get it to sell a couple million copies. But here's my thing. Look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's sales. I know. That's your only kart racer that you're making? Dude, just this this would print money. You know, in fairness, because Mario Kart 8 continues to print them money, maybe there's no reason. <laughs> get two bangers out there at the same time. Come on. <laughs> but no, no, I 100% agree with you. I would love to see another Diddy Kong oh, yeah. Racing. Like, I'm all in I, on that one. Yeah, I know we had problems with it. Uh, generally, we did it on our old podcast. And, mm-hmm. But overall, solid game. Well, and again, one of the beauties of sequels is it can expand upon some of the mistakes and issues you had with the first one. Exactly. It's you been can so abs- long. Yeah, you can absolutely want a sequel to a game where you were like, hey, I didn't like this and this and this, but I still loved the vibe of the game. And generally, sequels tend to be better in the video game world. Not always. Not always, but yeah. tend to because they learn. Yes. Give me Diddy Kong. No, yeah, very good choice. I like that one. Uh, my final one. I know it's been rumored forever. It probably will eventually come. I, it is my favorite Fallout game of all time. Fallout New Vegas. Why there is not a second one of this? Like that game is leaps and bounds better than any Fallout game I've ever played in my life. Now, caveat: haven't played the first two. I need to remedy that at some point. I understand that, but it's it is unbelievably the writing, the creativity, the vibe is so much better than three. I understand three is a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong. It's better. And then four is just, meh. It's, it would be the third place out of those three. I, I just follow New Vegas and what Obsidian did with that game. Their create, creativity, the branching storyline, the amount of different things that get actually affected based on minor decisions you make on a completely other side of the map, affecting other stuff that you can see in real time. And then at the end game, it... It just needs to happen. Uh, you could do like Fallout New Orleans or something like that. Just it doesn't necessarily. Oh have yeah, so to be instead Vegas of a too. numbered, it's a it's a place. Yes, yes. I guess this could almost just be an argument. I want Obsidian making the next Fallout game. I was just about to say, do you think that is the special sauce, or do you think, or do you think they just took the approach a little bit differently with the branching pass? Because a lot of the DNA in there is Fallout Three. Yeah, so I would argue, I would say, okay, you have an argument there until Fallout 4 happened. I, I just think Bethesda is unbelievable. Bethesda Game Studios specifically is unbelievable at their open worlds and the storytelling that their worlds make. They're just unrivaled in a lot of areas, I would agree. Obsidian and the writers that they have over there are so good at like witty very clever dialogue that the fallout universe just screams and has that and i think that was the big thing that fallout 4 and fallout 3 were missing fallout 3 had a little bit of it because it was their first try and they really went all in i felt like fallout 4 got a little bit too crazy because they tried to do too many different things with like settlements and stuff but yeah i would love to see a fully budgeted fallout game from obsidian because i feel like that's what they were trying to get the outer worlds to be but they just ran out of money, and so they had to release it. So it was kind of buggy. It was smaller scale. But the writing even in that game is really, really good. And we're getting a sequel to that, so maybe that'll be close to what... I mean, it's still well, a different vibe, though. Well, yes, and by the way, I think two of the heads of Obsidian have twice in like the last six months from recording this have brought up the fact that they would, before they retire, love to work on another Fallout game. So they're dropping the hints. 
Oh, maybe they'll just go over to Bethesda and they'll be like, well, all right, let's wash our hands which, and yeah, embrace which, it. Which, by the way, that, that's the other argument that has to be made, right? Like, Bethesda Game Studios has Elder Scrolls Fallout. Obviously, they're working on getting Starfield out the door here. We, y- you can't go over a decade between Elder Scrolls. Like, the idea that now ES6 is next, which means Fallout 5 is... We're going to be old men. I, I, yeah, I will be completely gray by then. You'll have done it before then, but... We, oh, wow. <laughs> we, we just... Yeah, they, they need to start giving some of these franchises to other people, and Obsidian's the original creators. Give it back to them. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's a good pick. Good pick. Or give it to Anaxile. They also know how to make it. My number one. This would be the dream. And people are going to say that we've already had this, but it's, no, we have not. I want Super Mario RPG 2. Oh, okay. Okay, so give me the caveat of why... Because a lot of people think this Super Mario RPG evolved into Paper Mario and then Mm -hmm. the Mario and Luigi series, which I can see the DNA. But Mario RPG is much more of a Square Soft, Square Enix now style of game. Mario, Paper Mario is more tongue-in-cheek funny. Mario and Luigi is also funny, and it's more safe. Super Mario RPG feels like a Final Fantasy game in some regards. Is the, there is there a more nostalgic name? Like for some reason, when I see Square or I hear SquareSoft, yeah, I know. <laughs> Before they went bankrupt. Keep going. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, what I like about Super Mario RPG in general is the world building is really nice. We got new characters like Malo, Malo and G- Gino, which everybody wants them for Smash, but they're gone. Sorry, too late. And I feel like you know you had the the Power Ranger people, and you had all these great moments and. The secret hidden boss is like literally a Final Fantasy boss, and I feel like it worked so well. Would I keep the isometric view? I don't know, but we need a direct sequel to this. I want to know what happens after Smithy's gone. Let's change up the world. I mean, the freedom to do like, especially with how like efficient they are with building their games. I mean, it's limitless. Like how creative they could get with a game like that. Yeah, and right now Paper Mario is not really rooted in its RPG turn-based battle. Mario and Luigi series has died because that creator went out of business. Maybe they'll bring it up with somebody else, but we don't have a turn-based Mario game outside of the Rabbit series, and that's a strategy RPG. That crossover is similar, sure, but it's different. Agreed. Yeah. I want this so bad. I wonder if the success... I would be curious to see like what sparks a hope. like Its sales numbers over the course of the next couple of years, like how it continues to sell. Like, does that have an effect on this? Well, you I don't just really wonder know. if, like, okay, hey, let's keep playing around with these other types of Mario games. What else do we have available to us? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only problem is, like, you look at Mario and Luigi went out of business and they were the RPG team. But I feel like they tried to remake those old games and that's all they were working on when maybe you should have just done a new IP eventually. Or not a new IP, a new iteration. Give me this. You know what's so fun about doing lists like this? I was just thinking, because like a game like that, right? If there's like a random Nintendo Direct someday and like a certain musical note hits or something like that, and any one of like these 10 games gets announced somewhere at some point, like you just know it's going to make our day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, plus it just had a cool name, Land of the Seven Stars. Like anything with stars, I want it. (laughs) Just like, so do a name like that land of something else or like seven islands of blah 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 i don't know but man Uh, you know i tell you what i was just kind of thinking this too like because 
that game like with the power ranger characters like the bad guys like i even remember enjoying playing that game i never beat it i got stuck at i remember them all sitting on like platforms oh in the when desert I, yeah area. when i was yeah, yeah like I, and i i got stopped there and that's when i stopped playing but like that was such a fun game and it felt like they had so much fun writing because there's so much side stuff that happens and you learn so much that would be a great world to kind of see expanded upon absolutely why hasn't it happened? It's been so long. 1992 off the top of my head. Let's see if I'm right. I think I called it Land of the Seven Stars. It's Legend of the Seven Stars, so my bad. But it came out here in the States in 96. Oh, and in Japan. Just a couple months later. So 96. I thought it was 92. But 1996. It's been so long. Give it to me. I mean, we're, we're getting, it's, it sounds absurd to say, but we're just a couple years away from 30 years. Oh my gosh. And Mario looks so ugly, but cute at the same time. You just got that, Let me see. got that play, that almost like clay <laughs> style. Dude, can you imagine this, that game, but in like the Link's Awakening style? You know what's really funny? Oh as soon as you my. show me it, that would be great. Oh my gosh. So I'll take a remaster of this. Sure. But give me a number two. It's time. I agree with you. There we go. It's time for all these games. What are your games that you are most excited for if they get a sequel? That'd be amazing. Let us know. See you next time.